Hello and welcome. This is the Mix, Sizzle, and Shake Your Business podcast. And today I'm here with Lisa Sicard from Inspire to Thrive because Lisa is always bringing the best information about social media marketing. And today that is surely a hot topic. Welcome, Lisa. Hi, Suanne. Thank you for having me today. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you every day. <laughs> But today we have a lot of important things going on. And so Lisa was kind enough to hop on and we're going to adjust our topics a little bit because we did want to bring you a little bit more about Twitter. But today things are a little different because social media is surrounding what's on everybody's mind. And so we're going to talk about that. And so to introduce it, I'm going to share with you something that Lisa suggested I share with you that I wrote um, on our blog hog um, course uh, private Facebook group. And this is for people that are involved in how to bling your blog and feed that hog. So hop on that. But anyway, I wrote this and I think the message is important. So we'll start with that. One day we woke up and the world was different. That day is now. But some things aren't so different, like me and maybe you too. We're still here, alive, doing our best. But Life isn't perfect. The truth is it never was, and it never will be because humans are messy. They're confused and well, they're emotional beings. It's an emotional time. It's scary and thoroughly disruptive to our existence as we've known it. We are filled with more questions than answers, and yet we are still who we are and who we were before, our hearts, our minds intact. Our spirits are strong, so we must move forward and keep doing the best we can, just like always. So warm wishes to everyone out there. I hope your struggles are manageable or you are working towards making them so. And of course, Lisa and I are available in any way that you want to share or talk about anything with us with um, your online difficulties or anything really because this is um, really a time when we need to be as open and available to each other as we can. So thank you for being here, Lisa. Thank you, Suanne. Yes, I so agree with that. You know, I was, we chatted earlier on Twitter about brands being human in that there's always a person behind a brand. And if it's a small business, there's that, that person. And if it's a large business, and we have to remember that. And especially so on social media today. It's, it's really true. It, it, it comes down, you know, business always has been about humans. And I think that it's funny that we kind of talk about the human part now, because to me, that's always been what it's been. Uh, I, I, you know, I never worked for money. I've always worked to delight my customers. Like I want them to be happy and be like, whoa, this is the coolest thing ever. It's so worth it. My people that my guests were thrilled. Like I just, if I make each customer happy, then the money follows and the business grows and you know, it's a happy situation. I think people determine their surrounding some to some degree by what they allow in for example a lot of people talk about the about how horrible on
what I was saying. Oh, the thing, the thing is everybody, everybody talks about being human where I think human is, a, is really the, you know, it, it is about, you know, if you're in customer service of any kind, I don't care what kind of business you are. If you have customers, they are a person. And so we're all in the people business. We've always been in the people business. And if we try to work with each other as people, everybody moves forward. And I think that we need to remember that um, it's not something new. You know, it's just holding on to that basic who you are, you know, I've talked about it in the course too, about, you know, your, your value of who you are is who you're, you extend to your business. So if you have good morals, if you're trustworthy, if you don't, like, for example, I've been like wanting to kill myself because I couldn't go on camera a couple of weeks ago. I had this allergy all over my face and my face was literally closed. My eyes were closed. My whole face was swelled and red and like burning and like really bad. And I would have gone on, like I'm one of the, the show must go on kind of people, but I had to stop and miss a, you know, a bonus uh, session, which I will reschedule. But boy, do I, I felt so terrible about it. But then I thought if people aren't forgiving at a time like this, then there's no other time that they would, no. you know, I, so hopefully no one will be too upset. And we, you know, of course we'll keep our word and still have it. But um, I feel really terrible because that's not in me to miss. It's just not professional. It's not business. It's not who I am and how I am. I, it's, I'm a trustworthy if I say I'll be there, but it really knocked me on my can. And I think the whole planet right now is knocked on their can. Very, very true. Very well said. Definitely. <laughs> but that's why Twitter is a good thing to talk about today, Lisa. Because Twitter, I think, is so mainstream. You hear the news all the time referring to Twitter. Today on Twitter, it was reported or it was said they're using Twitter as a reference for the news. I find that so amazing. I, I find that yes. amazing. And you and I like Twitter, but a lot of people haven't been introduced to Twitter. So if you haven't, Lisa will be offering her book on Twitter to get you started. And I think you can pick it up starting on Tuesday. Right, Lisa? For free. I'm hoping, if you I'm hoping Tuesday's the day. Yep, it's going to come up free on Amazon. Um, they give you, I believe, a full week of it for free. I was going to do a big marketing campaign, do all kinds of stuff. But then when this crisis hit and I'm teaching a class um, for realtors in Rhode Island for CE credits, I decided I wanted to have the book available for them. And I wanted to have it actually free for longer. So I'll have a special message about it once I do publish it and how people can get their hands on it so I can help them. Because at a time like this, there's just so much information that they can get from Twitter that they may not see on Facebook, they may not see it on other places. And I just think it's a valuable resource. We'll put a link. We'll put a link in the uh, post that goes with this podcast video so that people can grab it if they like for that week to get started. And if you do grab it for Lisa, especially if you grab it for free, make sure you leave her a nice review or a review of whatever sort on Amazon because, of course, when it goes for sale, that'll help her too. Um, but yeah, that is such an important topic. And Lisa, in the book, I happen to know, I, I helped edit it 
uh, I should say. Um, and so I happen to know that the content is really very good. It will really help you get a, a handle on what it's about and how to use it and, you know, how to set it up properly. And so Lisa did a really thorough job for you. And like we're saying, there's no better time because Twitter is not only, uh, I, I mean, I talk about it all the time. I use it as a reference to find information on any topic that I'm researching, but it's also a news trend i mean you get news on the spot and that's something that's different about twitter than anything wouldn't you say definitely definitely yeah people over the years for that reason uh back almost a decade ago there was an earthquake in rhode island and that's how i connected with four women that we used to go to lunch all the time and i still on, until this crisis i was walking with her um weekly and keeping the ears all the time so I think that's it. Um, Lisa and I connected from through Twitter and we've been collaborating and colleagues and friends really since then. And, you know, if there's any time I'm going to be passing her way or she's going to be passing my way, I'm sure we'll catch up in person. But I feel like you're one of my, like, really, truly one of my friends. If if I'm really messed up having a bad day, like my allergy, I could tell Lisa, like, my face is shut. I can't open my eyes, you know. So, so um, you know, it Twitter has become to me more than just a social media or business tool. I guess is the point. Yes. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I've really enjoyed being friends with you. Twitter. And Lisa takes it to the real world. She meets people on Twitter and now, and now she walks with them and goes to lunch with them and does business with them. And it does bring business. And that's another thing about the social media channels that's important. But now people are talking more about the situation going on than business, wouldn't you say, Lisa? And how, what, what's your take on that? Will you talk about that? Yes, definitely. It's been a huge impact. Um, I noticed it, I want to say about 10 days ago, you know, I used to get a lot of interactions, a lot of views on Twitter, on my own account, on accounts that I manage, and it was like crickets. And then I realized we can't tweet like we've been tweeting before. So I pulled back all my Anything that I had scheduled on Twitter for myself, my clients, and that even ended up being Facebook pages, um, Instagram, everything. I just, no scheduling. And for me, that was tough because I scheduled out two weeks in advance for everyone, you know, work. Now I'm going day to day. You know, I can schedule. It's a quote. I might be able to do two to three days, but even that, you've got to be very, very careful. And I it's very difficult for a brand because you want to still show that you're in business. You don't want to push the business during this crisis. That's my important message. Um, unless you can really help people. This is, if you're doing takeout, that's the type of share on social is, you know, if you're offering takeout service. So Lisa, that makes Twitter more important than ever today and social media today in light of what people are thinking about has maybe to, to make a twist. Will you talk about that a little bit for us? I noticed a huge change about a week and a half, 10 days ago. A lot of tweets that I'm sending out 
myself, the clients, and to get a lot of response and there was crickets. People were not paying to anything but tweets that were related to the pandemic. So if you started tailoring your content, like I had one about working from home because people started to have to work from home that never worked from home before. I did another one on how to use video. I gave different examples how video to communicate because a lot of people didn't know any of the methods and how to use them. Some engagement. So depending on the type of business you're in, you have to be very careful about promoting your business. I stopped doing as many things as I had been doing because I just didn't want to be out there tweeting for the sake of tweeting. It had to be something more important. Uh, quotes related to, you know, having hope, um, anything that was just any kind of sentiment that would be helpful for people worked well. Uh, uh, businesses that maybe provided services like takeout food when the restaurants closed, you know, they could do Facebook or a tweet. But other businesses push their regular stuff just didn't seem to make any sense. And you could see the engagement just drop dramatically. And the same Facebook, but Twitter took that. Instagram was the worst. I studied it, but a couple of days after, they said Instagram is really falling off. So, so it's a matter kind of, of I guess it's a matter of being aware of people's uh, kind of attitude or mentality right now. So your business doesn't want to offend people by being too aggressive um but then you but then on the other side of the coin you don't want to be too you know doomsday either you want to you know you do want to show that you're positive and moving forward but maybe how you move forward needs to be altered is, is what you're kind of pointing out i think yeah it's very, it's very challenging um i used to schedule things two weeks in advance and now i'm in a day um i have one client uh, it's a real estate agent. And one of the posts that we did was that, you know, they're still there during this crisis. They can still do transactions electronically. And and they put something, you know, something was to the ref crisis. You know, we know things are hard, but if you still need to buy or sell a home, we can still do it for you. So those type of messages. You know, the REMAX office uh, here in Pittsburgh that my mother works with, um, just actually, because they're on the, shutdown order by our governor um actually we're trying to get a waiver to do real estate saying that it's kind of unfair to hold up people's like finances for example <laughs> because there's a lot of people that have money that you know is or isn't going in or out of escrow and so forth so um I think they were trying to look at it as, you know, they should be able to work at least on a transactional basis. And, you know, I've been thinking about it a little bit, Lisa, wonder if you should be telling, or we should be telling real estate people to, you know, to pivot as well. Maybe they could do virtual tours and show houses by some, camera. Some of them are. And I've, I've actually been working with some to, to show them how to use video, how to be able to communicate with the clients. You know, if, if they can get to the house in short or even the outside of it, you know, be able to go on Facebook Live or do Twitter or do... Yeah, houses with lockboxes or empty houses, they could probably, you know, do a walkthrough tour video, you know, and then right. put it online. Right. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of agents that are doing it, but there's still a lot that haven't. So everyone's going to learn, you know, how to 
exist in this virtual world at the moment because they can't in person. Yeah, it, I think I think what we're seeing happen is companies and businesses are pivoting. They're pivoting to be human. They're pivoting to reach out to people and their needs where they are right now. And you know, I was having second thoughts about you know opening the uh, how to bling your blog and feed that hog for the next group of students coming in. But I got to thinking about it, and I think it's a perfect time maybe to open it for the second go round because I think people it's a good time when you have a little bit of time to concentrate on leveling up your business, even from an internal perspective. You know, if I was still in the catering business right now, I would be doing things like cleaning my equipment and, you know, like not, not just cleaning for sanitation. I'm not talking about that. That's an everyday thing in, in the food industry. You better be sanitary and paying attention to all that stuff every day, not just in a crisis food people, just saying. Uh, but uh, if you've been following the health department as closely as I have for 30 years. But besides that, you might want to like do big equipment repairs and cleanup. You might want to take things apart that you normally wouldn't be have, able to take time to take apart because you're operating. Now you can pull the oven all the way apart and fix the hinges. And you know what I'm saying? I think that if we try to, you know, use the time as positively as we can and for blogs and websites for any business, this is a great time to level up. So I'm excited about bringing the next round of how to bling your blog and feed that hog. I think it will help help people and now when they have a little time to work on it it couldn't be a better time or do you think I'm wrong there I, maybe you know maybe I'm I don't know I it think I'm on the right ways. track. yeah it could go both ways but I think you're on the right track because my, my thought is it's gonna help people that don't have jobs they say gee maybe I could start a blog for free they say use one of the free services to get started to see if they blog and they look writing and Generate yeah. some income. And even road. businesses that have a blog, they don't, they don't, you know, that's kind of in the background of work, working in your business. So, you know, this is a good time to revitalize those back of house, again, back of house assets, you know, that you have. <laughs> and if you're at home, you know, I know, I don't know about you, but I'm sure there's always something around my house I can clean or, or work on or, you know, sort out clothes or I have so many clothes that are so stained from working in a kitchen and I probably am not wearing those anymore, <laughs> you know? So some of my food stained t-shirts I could probably spend a day getting rid of, <laughs> for example. So again, I think people, you know, we want to, we want to, do the best we can in light of the situation and we want to go on as best we can um there's a lot to worry about but you know again i tend to try to put that positive spin on things yes i every every single message i put out there has to be upbeat so that's that's really important and, you know, let me ask you about that, because I think this came up in the blog hog course, too, one time about, you know, like some people talking about things that are tragic um, feel to me like they're trying to get that pity vote. You know what I mean? We talked about that. But some yeah. people do it in such an authentic way that it's not about that at all. And so this is one of those times 
I think where, you know, you're walking that fine ledge. Like I didn't want to tell people about my allergic reaction and how sick I was from it because I kind of felt a little bit like, look, I, I, in business for many years, there's a lot of things that you hide because you want to put your best face forward. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. I'm kind of walking that ledge. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. I do. <laughs> it's funny because, um, I don't know. Social media is definitely twisting a little bit right now, but it's more relevant than other ever at the same time because it is a way people can stay in touch. I love how we, oh, tell them about experimenting with Twitter today. You and I did an experiment. Yes. So Twitter now has a new feature where you can go live and chat with up to three people. So Sue and I did this just about a half hour ago. And uh, it was very easy to do. I actually recorded it from my phone, my mobile device app you can use to record from your mobile device. And so I recorded exactly how to, how to do it. And then I quickly uploaded it to the YouTube channel. So you can watch it right on my YouTube channel at Inspire to Thrive and see exactly how to do it. It's a great feature. It's just amazing how quickly that Twitter came out with this. I didn't realize that there's a need people to check you know, in video. They're, they're making it so that people have another chance, another opportunity to connect. And they just did it kind of, they kind of pivoted with the times or, or maybe they had it already in the works, but the timing kind of works out good. Huh? Yeah, it really when, is. Uh... I did notice that um, I, when we did it, I could hear a, I don't, could you hear when we were doing it an echo? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, we're gonna try it again. We're gonna try one for the desktop next time and I'll record that as well and we'll see if there's a difference, if it can be done that way. So we will uh, test that out. I've been doing so much testing this week with clients. I've been doing so many different um, Zoom. I've been doing Google Hangouts, uh, Facebook chats. It's I've got family members, I think if they can put together a, a, a chat for 10 people in the all across the country and we can't you know is that through messenger yes you can do six people on facebook video through messenger it's sort of like facetime with a one-on-one you can have six people you have to create a list in a group and I've those directions on my youtube channel as well so well, wow, that's really cool. Everybody check that out because that's something I've never heard of before. And was that on Facebook Messenger previously or, or is that something, a new feature? Do you know? I don't know how long it's been available, but I, I had, a, actually this was last weekend. I had a friend that's in business call me from Maryland and she was frantic because she met with all her clients per, and usually met three or four at a time. And she's like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I said, let's try this Facebook because she, she used Facebook exclusively and it worked fine. Oh, that so is I, so awesome. So, she so then I called up and I said, can you be my test subject? And so she was my test subject and my test subjects on my YouTube channel. I love it. I love it. See, yeah. now Lisa, who is already really good at this stuff, 
is is moving forward and learning new things too in this extra time. So oh, this yeah. extra time isn't all bad, guys. We we have to, you know, we have to try to learn from it. We have to try to be positive. We have to try to help each other. Uh, I think that's, you know, what so look, social media, everybody says social in social media, but look, let's face it, I'm about business. I'll admit it. My social media is business media because I'm all about business, but that's partly because that's who I am in real life. As a, like I've been a business owner for for 30 years now or over 30 years, like more than half of my life. I'm not like I'm ancient but not that ancient. But really, I've been in business for more than half of my life. And so, um I'm about that's what I'm about. I'm not, you know, uh -huh. just talking about business because that's you know the thing to do in business it's because that's what I'm about I'm not, I'm not kidding that is who I am but um, I think now the social part the connecting part is just all the more important and that you know I think when people get to know you as a person and who you what you stand for then they're more inclined to like you in business too so it kind of works out I agree. I agree. I did a post today on Facebook that I was very fearful of doing, kind of, but I stood, I had to get something out and I did it in a way, actually, after reading what you wrote, kind of inspired me and I crafted a message that I thought was positive. It actually was very positive about hope and I think it went over well and I saw customers liking it. It was on my personal Facebook, so... I'll go check that out for sure after the podcast. To, so to today, today we've covered some things about Twitter that you can get Lisa's book if you're not on Twitter yet so that you can get on Twitter. And I think today, now is a good time if you're not on Twitter to get on. First of all, Twitter is a low maintenance channel, I think, compared to some. Hey, it's limited characters. You can only say so much and then move on. Uh, but also you can connect with people who are like-minded and become colleagues and friends and collaborate like Lisa and I have over time through Twitter. Um, also, Twitter is a news channel and it's also taking steps to connect even beyond the news in letting us do the things like Lisa did today with our experiment with the live chat. And Twitter is offering relevant news because it shows you news as it's happening. If you watch trending topics, you see things before anyone else, I think. I agree. And one thing that I love is I have Twitter lists. I have a Twitter list for national media and I have a Twitter list for local media. I have a Twitter list for weather so I can really keep up on things. And I even made a private list for my authentic media. So whatever media you prefer over, you know, others, um, you can have all kind of lists and just keep on top of the news you want to keep on top of. Right, you can specify through your list. That's yep. very good. Another thing um, that we were going to talk about was scheduling tweets from Twitter itself. Now, we've already mentioned that scheduling ahead might not be such a good idea at this time so that you stay kind of in focus of, you know, what everybody else is worrying about um, so that you're not out of tune with, with you know, your, your audience, basically. But what about using Twitter at all for scheduling? What's your take on that, Lisa? I think it's cool for, for some people that maybe have a small Twitter account and just want to schedule a few tweets out, but you can't use any emojis. I was very disappointed with that. And you have to have 
the graphics already on Twitter or you have to import them. So it was a little clunky, but I think they'll get better. And another thing about scheduling, not just scheduling, like I use Agora Pulse, some people use the buffer, not just those, but Triber, Viral Content B. People that are on Viral Content B is still, still their stuff coming out. And I saw this for an event that was like three weeks old and it was still coming out on Twitter. And I was, you know, shut them off. You got to stop those old stuff. Like I deleted all mine except for my two now. And Triber, I'm only sharing stuff that's related to the crisis. If someone has a blog post that's, you know, relative to the crisis, if it's not, I'm not right now because it just doesn't make sense. Right. My, my last podcast. Another I, one too, if you it. What's that? If it is another one. I had um, quotes going out automatically through IFTTT. A lot of people use that one. Right. And I shut that off yesterday because I said, what if the quote that comes out is bad quote during crisis? Uh-huh. So I'm going to... this is this is how a professional does it lisa you are so on the you know you're on the pulse of what's going on right now you're you're really looking at it from a you know and this just goes to show you that you know being on social media or doing social media marketing is not automation it's you it's not even when you automate it's not automation there's somebody behind that that has to figure out you know what is relevant <laughs> number one and relevancy of course is everything in in media really overall <laughs> it doesn't matter what channel um and you know you you mentioning about taking things out that aren't relevant or that are old um i just saw neil patel mention that people should get rid of and i know you've done this recently even the old post or outdated post on their on your blog because they actually pull down your seo which hmm probably not thinking that way about it as an SEO factor, but there you go. So that's an interesting thing too. Now let's see. Um, okay. So you use our Agora Paul still gives you your reports and all that jazz that you need. Yes, I love Agora. They also have a listening. I can also listen. I can, I can use it as a listening tool along with brand 24. So I still use those tools really important right now to listen what's happening out there. Um, to keep up with the, you know, the hashtags, what's most popular. Um, and if your brand is mentioned or your, your, custom, your customer's brands are mentioned. So those tools are still important. Just don't as changed. <laughs> and social listening, of course, helps you all the time keep a pulse on, you know, people out there, yes. your clients, your target market, and so forth. Um, and de- definitely, I, I may be able to put a link on to the, our experiment with the Twitter, with the communication, and see how that looks for you guys. And, and you can try it out, test it out. I did it with uh, Lisa. I was on mobile as well. So it was mobile to mobile. We're going to experiment with desktop. Uh, versions as well and see what what you know if that makes a difference in the output of the video and so forth um what about twitter storms can you talk about that a little bit because we mentioned them before but i don't know if we covered that topic yes, all yes. The way. i actually did one as an experiment because you inspired me again suin <laughs> and about working from home and i and I used little emojis and it was very relevant and I got quite a bit of feedback and engagement on that one. So that was uh, very good. It was due. I don't know if I made a screen um, 
screenshot or a video. I should probably do that. I yeah, it, do or give me a link. Maybe I can put the link again in the article that shows the storm. Yeah, we could embed the tweet. Yeah, yes. Cool. And you'll you know you know what to give me to to do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. So I do a lot of that. This might be a really good time to use those because now you might need a little more than that minimal character of Twitter that I like so well. You might need to expand on things a little more, or you might want to offer you know extra relevant um, even links you know, that come out of your discussion, you know, reference points or things like that. And so you could tw Twitter storm it down a row to give people that extra information. Right. And let's see, is, are there any other important Twitter features, especially Twitter features that are relevant to us now? There's one more, there's one last one. It's um, doing Twitter messages. You can have the emojis. So you can have, you know, you can do emojis you, in the... Are you seeing the emoji when I send you a text? Yes. Okay. Because yep. I didn't know yep. if I had to do something to make that work yeah. or if they were working yeah. on that end or not. I, I know when I get stuff from you, I can see them. But when I'm sending it, I guess since I'm not responding, I don't see them. So I wasn't sure if I had them set up or if people have to do something to set them up or not. Yeah. Nope. You can see them. They work well. And it's just, it's, it's also wonderful to connect with people from around the world during this crisis. You know, I talked to some muggers from, I have a friend in Italy, I have another one in India, and chatting about what's happening in there is it's just, you know, it's amazing to be able to do that. Right. And, and um, our, our friend from Cyprus, we recently heard yeah. from and what's going on in that country, which was kind of scary um, as well. And that, that's what's interesting, too, about this whole conversation today about what's happening in the world and how it applies to social and to our, our, our world has extended our borders. Yep. Our friends have extended our borders. Our, our care about, like when I heard that they were now getting it in India, again, I have a lot of friends over there too. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sad it came to you guys too. I was hoping because you didn't hear them in the news for a minute. Right. No one got to that India yet. I was thinking maybe there's a country that's going to be spared. But um, we're all in this. So we're all a part of this social world now. We're all interacting with each other in a social world. And I think, you know, again, this could be as much an opportunity as a disaster. You have to think of it in that, in terms of that. If anything, it makes you feel more love towards everybody else because you can empathize because you're, you're, it's hard to empathize, empathize sometimes when you're not the guy having the loss, but we're all having the loss. I heard Mark yeah. Schaefer talk about it as uh, uh, everybody being in grief right now. Yeah, yeah, it's like we're all in the same boat. That's what I because we all lost something, even if it's just going outside. Might yep. be our job. It might be customers. It might be a lifestyle. It might be our gym. Whatever it is, everyone's lost something. So, um, you know that that's a grieving thing. I I thought that was an interesting perspective for him to put on it because that's not you know how I was looking at it. But if you say it that way, it really does make it all the more inclusive. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in on the Mix Sizzle and Shake Your Business podcast. And Lisa, as always, has been bringing us that thriving full throttle on social media discussion by Lisa Sicard that we like to hear. So thanks for your time today, Lisa. Love ya.
Thank talk you. soon. Thank you. Stay safe, stay well, and please stay well, stay safe. Everyone. Great. Okay.